0: Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 178 of the Patriot Review, The Edge of War. If you're wondering what's going on when that music is playing right after the intro, that shows a, on screen, I'm showing a flag of the United States and a flag of Israel next to each other waving in the wind because we stand unified. My question for you is where are all the woke corporations um, posting on their website and and um you know, making statements about we support Israel. Now, we see that with the Ukraine all the time, you know, the company or the country that um, Joe Biden enriched himself off of, one of many. And uh, just another example of the anti-Semitism in, that's still alive today and the, uh, the difference, the double standard that exists out there. In my opening, you notice that. You know, I changed the opening and part of it says uh, they call us deplorables, etc. Well, I call us patriots. I call us, I do not call us Republicans anymore. Let's face it, folks. The Republican Party that we want doesn't exist. And as is demonstrated by the folly that's taking place in the House and the inability for our representatives to actually see what the people want and to do it uh, is, more than maddening it's um you know we uh we have to wake up and realize that there really is a uniparty i don't care what you say my opinion you're not going to change it is that there's a uniparty and this uniparty is um is gone has gone globalist and the agenda is now um you know globalism the agenda is not doing what's right for the united states anymore so yeah, that's my that's my intro. That's my feelings. I'd like to know what you feel. You can comment on the show, of course, or you can uh, email at redbloodedpatriots at dot com. Appreciate that. Looks like um, my controls are once again lagging. I've been having this issue with uh, the graphics and the the memory consumption with everything that's going on. So get to the signal here. So President Trump is making news today again, of course. He makes news every day, but he makes a surprising prediction about who will be president in six years. So whoever is a vice president in, in his administration, actually, has a good chance at being their party's nominee for president when a current president is has termed out. And that's the question. Will he have actually termed out? So all eyes are on who Trump will pick as his VP, and and uh, he's meeting about it right now. So on Tuesday, the ex-president—actually, he's the current president, but um, God forbid you talk about the election—engaged in a conversation with Representative Elise Stefanik, a Republican from New York, in close proximity to Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Uh, McCarthy's instruction to committees to initiate a formal impeachment process into President Biden. Gee, you think? Stefanik, the chairwoman of the House Republican Conference, acknowledged that a conversation had taken place. According to an individual knowledgeable of the dialogue, President Trump and Representative Stefanik engaged in a chat shortly after Representative McCarthy delivered the news regarding the impeachment probe at the Capitol. Um, she said, I speak to President Trump a lot and I spoke to him today. Uh, Stefanik expressed her belief that the economic activities of the Biden family were the biggest political corruption scandal of our lifetime. I would say potentially of the uh, country's history. Uh, So, you know, he's he's talking about it. And I tell you one candidate that really hasn't been talked about, but should be talked about, um, you know, in our circle. And that is Governor. Sarah Huckabee Sanders and uh, what she did yesterday was awesome. I posted it I don't have the article up for today, but I posted it on Frank social um you know, taking the farmland away from Ch- Chinese and Chinese companies that have direct links by the way to some pretty nefarious activities. Um that's that's gutsy. That's um that's what we need. And you know, and um when she was on the the uh, when she was working with President Trump, there she was it was excellent. And she uh, compared it today, and look what we got today, and it's uh it's just really pathetic. So there's that. I'd love to know who you think he should pick. Um, you can comment, like I said. So Trump roars back, vows to fight after judge issues a gag order. And this, you know, we this has been a while since since this actually happened, but um this one just amazes me because it in itself is campaign interference isn't it i mean first of all you have the the charges which are absolutely absolutely ludicrous all the way across the board and the american people know it and then you have these activist judges who you know who make these these judgments and they're so transparent at what they are that um, it just makes us even more repulsed by what we're seeing in our country today. So, you know, you, you gag Trump and he's on the campaign trail. And so you're limiting his free speech. And, um, you know, <laughs> what, what he's saying is also true, which, you know, I mean, we, we have enough evidence now. The FBI has has been caught lying so many times now. They've been caught. You know, focusing on the wrong people. They did it again this week, with um, Christopher Ray coming out saying, "Hey, you know, we got these domestic terrorists here. You know, those people who believe in the Constitution that I take an oath uh, for, and um, those people who believe in individual freedom and liberty, regardless of race and um, you name it. Uh, You know, so this um, this is a circus, and and all of these um, all of these indictments." aren't fooling anybody the only people who support them are the people who have trump derangement syndrome to begin with and those folks are lost those folks are folks that um, you're just not going to turn around all right so here's a here's a story that'll make you scratch your head and say what the hell biden deputies threaten banks with investigations if loans aren't given to illegals now, I don't know about you, but when I went to get a loan to buy my house, I didn't have the government hammering the bank to make sure that they approved it. Uh we've seen examples particularly in New York where uh there was a there was a conference for veterans and the veterans were turned away from the hotel because they had to put um illegal illegal aliens in the rooms that the veterans had previously reserved. And then there was the hospitals where they were t- turning away American citizens because they had to of course cater to the illegals. This is absolutely uh unacceptable, un-American, and absolutely unforgivable and uh you know the healthcare system is a complete mess. If you watch my documentary Breaking the Oath," you'll see how they are now nothing but uh, centers of profit. And um, there, while there's good people in the hospitals, and I certainly want, don't want to take away from from those folks, there are also folks that know better and don't stand up. There are also folks who are involved in this, especially on the administrative side. So here we go again. Another example of, you know, how the uh, illegals coming across the border is pushing us, the citizens of the United States, into being second-class citizens. When in fact these clowns that are supposed to represent us choose to um, to destroy the country, and there's only one there's only one acceptable and logical uh, definition, a uh, reason I should say, why this is happening, and that is because, as, as I said on the outset here, the, they the agenda the focus is not on American citizens, it's not even on America, it's not on what's healthy for america it's not on what's going to make america grow what's going to make america stronger it's not on what uh the, what the children and grandchildren will be handed and what they'll have to deal with i mean the complete and absolute senseless and nonsensical decisions that are that are coming out of this regime and yes previous republican regimes um, the Bushes, for example, the Bush years, um, are are so transparent now that it has awoken people to to what, uh, what's been going on in their country in their name. And people are disgusted by it, and people are, are upset by it, understandably so. And while the FBI calls us domestic terrorists and plants agents in churches across the nation, while the FBI plans agents to incite January 6th, while the FBI busts down mother's doors because they're concerned about what their children are learning and they don't want their eight-year-olds learning how to give a BJ, Uh, this is, uh, people have had enough. We're done. We're done with it. And, you know, it was uh, in World War II when it was, I don't remember who it was, Yamamoto or one of the top senior Japanese officials said um, after Pearl Harbor that they had just awoken a sleeping giant. Well, you know what? We are the sleeping giant. It's not the military of the United States that's the, that's the giant. It's the people of the United States that are the giants. So that is why they isolate us. That's what the shut the lockdowns were about. That is why they attack us. That is why they call us domestic terrorists because they want to make us feel like we're not in the majority and we don't have uh, support when the fact is they are the ones in the minority and they are the ones that don't have support. And we still, as of today, have the power to boot their behinds out. And um, that's what we need to do. So when Trump wins the election, uh, he needs to immediately defund some of these a majority of these uh, special, special, uh, 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 politicians and special uh, agencies. Sorry, uh, a little bit of a brain uh, gap there. I'm getting a little old, I guess, huh? But anyway, he needs to do that, and um, we need to support him in that, and we need to restructure things so that uh, we can get back to being a country that's strong again. We'll be back with Gunny Bud Cornwall right after this.
1: After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though well, I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there and um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I had spent a few moments just with Grace alone and it was it was just a horrific, horrific um, Sight to come upon was affected. her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our, our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We uh, we took her BiPAP off. It was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that.
0: All right, I am back with um, U.S. Marine Corps retired Gunny Bud Cornwell. How are you today, sir?
1: I'm doing great. I'm awesome, doing great. good to
0: see you. Love the shirt.
1: Defy it all
3: the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You know, I was I was uh, just kind of kicking off the show, and I was talking about the kind of the double standard. You see, I was I'm asking the question. Where is all the uh where are all the, the fundraising efforts and all the woke corporations putting on their websites? Where's all the we support or we stand with Israel stuff? Uh you know, you see that the Ukraine, right? We we support the Ukraine, this, that. And um I, I guess in my mind it proves that anti Semitism is alive and well. And Absolutely. that's un- that's unfortunate and, and um yeah. So so how are you today? What what's on your mind?
3: Well, I did a television show yesterday, and towards the end of it, we started talking about Israel. And I put together, in my mind, there's got to be some type of way to rationalize what's going on. And Israel and Palestine, the Palestinians, because there's no such thing as Palestine. It never existed, by the way. Right. The Romans are the ones that actually called these people Palestinians, but they didn't have a Palestine. They never had a state ever. All right. Anyway, right. so the thing about it is is I mean why why is this happening? There's a couple of reasons. One, because it's God said it was gonna happen. It's in the Bible all over the Bible. you know, real simple. Right god loved jacob and hated esau that's that's where it starts that's where this whole thing starts but here's something i want to add to this that's strange what i mean by strange is just this one statement gives me the ability to rationalize what's
1: going on and it's simple why does hamas in Gaza,
3: Palestinians, why do they want to attack Israel? The reason is because they absolutely hate them. Absolutely. That's the reason. These are people, these are people that actually hate another group of people so bad that they want to kill them. Well,
0: that's what they're directed to do. That's how simple it
3: is. Exactly. And they're trained from a young age to do that. So now I ask you this, this other question. Why is Israel attacking Hamas or attacking Gaza? Because they got attacked. They never just attack these people. They don't attack Hezbollah in Lebanon. Just they don't want to. They never do. They don't just right. attack. They always respond.
1: That's right. Always that, respond. That, Something's. If as long as you leave these people alone, there's peace.
3: The second a rocket comes from Syria, Lebanon, you know, Gaza, wherever, that's when they go. Okay, it's on. Like you know, it's on now. So now I can rationalize it. I'm right. not trying to say what the what the Israel believes or what the Palestinians believe. The religious stuff, all that, I get all that, you know, but to for me to rationalize it, you have a group of people that want to actually destroy another group of people. And that's, well, that's, the, absolutely that's, the, right. that's the only rationalization I can put to it.
0: So, you know, and in, in the insanity still, you know, the other thing that this does is it shows how inadequate our educational system is. We have. You know, we have these organizations or these banners and people marching, queers for Palestinian or pe- queers right. for Palestine, and um you know if they they're were t- they're too ignorant. They, to they would kill them. <laughs> yeah, they would kill them. I mean, be, be, drop, because they're just drop disaster. them
3: off the roof of houses. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, as as we have video of Saddam Hussein's yeah. army doing, and um you know they they just don't get that. They don't see that, and For further, you know, to your point, Israel is on the defensive and, you know, they just like the Ukraine. Right. I mean, they're on the defensive. So why isn't that same? Why isn't that same uh, extension of concern or care given to Israel? And, uh, you know, but the, the thing is that not only are the Jews under attack today, but the Christians are as well. And the other thing that people don't seem to learn is that they're not just concerned about killing israelis i mean we're we're the great satan we're the ones that are really the main target uh they want to destroy us as well and here we are with these borders and uh so today's show is is the edge of war is what the episode call is called and i have a report here i'll read you a little bit it says the pentagon has selected troops it intends to potentially send to the middle east to assist the israeli defense forces following an expected invasion of the Gaza Strip, according to a report on October 7th. Um, so here we are. We have this absolutely befuddled uh, regime. And now they're talking about, you know, troops going in and China's already warned. Turkey's already warned. There's
1: been discussion of nuclear war. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, on that whole situation? Very simple. As you know, I was in the military for 20 years.
3: And I know what military is. I know what strategy is, all of that. The day we put one U.S. military person or group of military people, not like advisors, but a a battle-hardened group of military on the soil of Israel for the sole purpose of fighting Hamas,
1: the world will blow up. I guarantee you that. This is not Afghanistan. This is not Iraq. I want you to think about this. All over this globe, there are millions, probably close to millions of people protesting
3: on both sides, but the majority, the vast majority of these people are
1: protesting against Israel. In England, in France, everywhere. You should see the number of uh, Muslims that showed up in the streets in Jordan to go
3: to the US and the Israeli, um embassies embassies
1: mm-hmm.
3: so think about that if they're having such an uprising over the war that's going on between these two and anybody else gets involved in there, it's going to be very bad, very bad. I am convinced i'm, I'm I may be wrong, and thank God I am if I am that if the U.S. military gets involved on the ground with ships, with airplanes, et cetera. Iran is going to attack Israel. That's an absolute fact. I believe it 100% believe. Because they're going to believe that the world in general supports them because the U.S. shouldn't be helping mm-hmm. out.
0: Well, so let me, let me run this by you. I'll take it a step further and say that this is exactly what the globalists want. That the okay. globalists, including the globalists in our own government, are playing this, playing this out purposely, because they want the destruction of Western civilization. And this would be one way to certainly do it more quickly: is open up the option for nuclear weapons to be used. And I agree that uh, Iran would act, Turkey would act. You would have the sleeper cells in the United States activated. Uh, we would start seeing so much chaos even within our own borders that really this is this is going to become the world, uh, the potential apocalypse. I mean, this is the fact of the
3: matter, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. There's a.
3: Yep. There's a. I can't remember the article. This this had to been about ten or twelve years ago that I read this. Because of the turmoil in all the countries, in, you know, in the world, you know, the China thing, or Taiwan, et cetera, et cetera, and all these people are armed with these nuclear weapons. I'm th- I'm talking about sophisticated nuclear weapons, not like mm-hmm. the long-range ballistic missiles that you know take forever to get to where they got to go. They can shoot off a missile or or drone or something and drop an atomic bomb in minutes. Just basically in in minutes. It ain't going to take 35 minutes to go from Russia all the way across, right? So keep that in mind. Well, what they were saying is there are these billionaires, and these billionaires understand that. And they have the capability and have built nuclear bomb shelters. Oh, sure. Yeah. Under their homes or in caves. You know, they built these things just like the. Hitler did uh, in Austria, right. right? He had this big mm-hmm. tunnel system in Austria where all the people could run down there and keep from getting bombed or whatever. So here's here's the point. The point is, if we do have a nuclear exchange and they do a lot of damage on this earth, who's going to be left? The rich people and the politicians. That's it.
0: Right. They won't last long either. I know. So... <laughs> So, so that's our segment already. It goes really fast. I want right. you to to just make sure that people know where they can find you
3: and um, anything else you'd like to say in closing. Well, Jeff, it's always a pleasure being on your show. Um, I I love you like a brother. Uh, I do a podcast called The Patriot Cause, or you can go to my website, ThePatriotCause.com. I'm in the process of developing, just like uh, Jeff here did, a show, uh, basically a recorded TV show and learning from him and I appreciate your your knowledge and experience too. Looking other. forward to <laughs> looking forward to us being together more often.
0: Love it. I love it. It's always a pleasure to have you as well. I feel the same way, brother. God bless you. And um we'll see you again soon. And we need to we need to get together and talk about that documentary when you Absolutely. have a moment, folks. Absolutely. We're, we're we're working together to put put out this documentary High Treason, which is going to be a good one. So uh, we'll get to work on that as well. Uh, Bud, take
1: care. Good to see you. We'll see you again soon. Yes, sir. God bless you. Talk to you back. God, God bless you.
2: American Patriots, it's me, Wayne Alaroot, otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Alaroot Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on our channel on Roku TV.
0: Who is that guy? It's Dr. Ronald Boyd joining me. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Awesome. I can just barely see. I uh, don't you know if you can tip your phone down to put you more in the center there. What was that? Your. I can see your head right from your neck up. If you want to tilt it so I can see more of your body. Oh. Nope. Like that. Like that. <laughs> a little bit more. You're still cut off. We need, we need to get you a stand so you can just put it on a stand.
4: Yeah, my stand kind of broke, so.
0: (laughs) Well, welcome to the show. Now, today I opened the show talking about several things, but one of the main things I talked about was the double standard that we're seeing with, uh, you know, I asked where are all the woke corporations and where are all the uh, special logos and all this stuff that say we support Israel, like we see (laughs) with the Ukraine, right? I mean, everybody and their brother was we support the Ukraine, we support the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yet Israel has been, um, you know, under attack for millennia now. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Bud Cornwell was just on and he was talking about the difference between um, the Palestinians mm-hmm. and uh, in Israel, where the Palestinians are attacking Israel because they're basically haters and their religion mm-hmm. makes them hate the Jews and hate the Christians and want to kill us both.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
0: in in in, uh comparison to israel who simply respond they defend themselves and then respond to being attacked and Mm -hmm. somehow somehow why don't people um you know take that into account and and more openly support israel like they do the corrupt ukrainian government
4: that i don't know but on the bright side remember uh The 13 student organizations at Harvard had signed that document. Well, there was a CEO who actually went on X, which was formerly Twitter, and actually asked Harvard names of the students who actually signed that document because he and other CEOs have actually said they will not hire these people. Good. And there was one student that actually backtracked. She uh, actually resigned her position, whatever organization that she was part of, and said, well, I didn't know that's what we were signing. They didn't tell us until after we signed it. It's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, right. (laughs) Guess what? You know, back in 1945, 46, when uh, Nazi concentration camp guards were on trial, what did they say? Oh, we were just following orders. That's the same, exactly. you know, same logic behind what right. she said, you know, and it's like, right. and of course there are some people that actually say, well, you know, they're young, they're stupid, you know, you should give them <laughs> kind of a pass, you know, the, it, this shouldn't define uh, nah. what, their, what their future is going to be. And this is what Tyra said. Tyra said, as a black man, if I'm accused of rape, that's it. I'm done. My life is over, you know, as a black man. So he has no sympathy for these people. Well, why
0: would you have sympathy for them? I mean, that they, you know, the only, and the other thing I would say is it's disappointing to me, even that, first of all, it was only one that backtracked. It's disappointing. Mm -hmm. Secondly, because, because here they're showing, again, it shows the narcissism because even her decision was based on, not the change in her heart it wasn't based mm-hmm. on that at all. It was based on her being called to task and, and potentially losing employment mm-hmm. opportunities. It
2: right. was,
0: it wasn't, it wasn't based on her waking up and realize that realizing that, you know, at least that's what I think. I don't know. I don't know what's yeah, in her heart, but it's, that's what I would, I would question.
4: It's probably, know, it, it's probably closer, closer to the truth because, you know, when you think, think so. about it, it's like, Oh, I, you know, my actions have consequences, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. It's like these people don't learn that lesson when they're kids, you know. They, well,
0: I love the left. They come out and they say that tolerance thing when it's one of their mm-hmm. own, but they're more than happy to to um, to hire people to say that they were raped by you know someone yeah. who's going to be a Supreme Court justice, mm-hmm. and um, even then, when it's proving to be a lie, the media. Is all too happy to jump on it as well. So, so today's episode is called "The Edge of War," and I I have uh, an article I'm going to bring up. You won't be able to see it, but I'll read it to you if I can get this um this thing. Looks like I have to do manual manual switches here huh. instead of some of the uh, some of the automated stuff. Here we go. So I'll read the, the opening part. The Pentagon has selected troops it intends to potentially send to the Middle East to assist the Israeli Defense Forces following an expected invasion of, of the Gaza Strip, according mm-hmm. to a report. Hamas fighters took to the skies, the sea, and the ground in deadly and unprecedented sneak attack on civilians across much of, the, of southern Israel. The terror group also fired barrages of thousands of rockets. In the 10 days – well, this is an older article. In the 10 days since, Israel has struck targets not only in Gaza but also in Syria and southern Lebanon. Uh, Should Gaza face a ground invasion, the Wall Street Journal reported, officials at the Department of Defense have already identified approximately 2,000 American troops it intends to send into the war zone. Now, this this completely – well, let me get let me get your thoughts on that first. Before I tell you mine.
4: Okay. Uh. Well, I don't know what to think. I mean, two thousand troops. I mean, that's really nothing if you think about it. Uh, and they're not even going to be in the. Uh, they're not even going to be slated for combat. They're just there for some kind of form of support. Uh, really, and I'm sure Israel would appreciate the support and. They probably don't want American troops fighting, you know, their battles for them. But I'm thinking, you know, uh, there's the possibility of Hezbollah coming in. In fact, I think there's all reports of Hezbollah actually firing rockets into northern Israel. And, of course, Syria is also Uh saber-rattling.
1: And Iran. And Iran.
4: And i'm thinking no and turkey and and turkey is a nato ally which doesn't seem to be too much of an ally quite frankly and really i'm almost thinking maybe we should you know say to turkey you know what we no longer need you in our alliance if you're going to be this way we're going to consider you as an enemy period and gee guess what we have enough here if we wanted to, we could, you know, wipe you off the face of the earth, quite frankly. Not that we want to, but we could. So I'm thinking 2,000 is not enough. We probably need to think about maybe sending like an entire division. And and if necessary, they might have to be there for, com- for a combat role, quite frankly.
0: Well, you know, I guess what I look at it as... And I'll ask you this is what what is the reaction in in uh, in, given their perspective? And I think that past history would show, you know, it doesn't matter how many troops we send in it. They use it to inflame if there's any American boots on the ground anywhere in the Middle East. And I I personally think that this would lead to World War Three. I think if you put troops in Israel, it's over with. Yeah. Um, you, You get a response just because you know you're you're not dealing with you're not dealing with um logical right. people here I mean these are yeah these are jihadists right mm-hmm. um so I mean don't you see uh Turkey actually getting actively, actively involved and Iran getting actively involved if Americans step in just
4: regardless of the number or what where do you think that line is uh Well, Iran might actually get involved, regardless of how much we have there. In fact, they even warned us not to use the aircraft carriers that we have there. And, you know, quite frankly, you know, they they talk about Joe Biden and his speech, whenever that speech was. It's like, oh, it was powerful. It was the right thing to say. Yeah, maybe it was. But are our enemies shaking in their boots?
0: No, because know, they know he won't back it up. He's he's another Barack Obama that draw right. d- draws sand uh, lines in the sand and does nothing.
4: Right. And even if let's say let's say Joe Biden does do something, you know, he does act, do they really still take him seriously? You know, are they afraid of him? No, they're not. They don't respect Joe Biden. So Joe Biden can talk and say, you know, as much as he wants and sound strong, but the thing is Iran, China, and Russia. They do not respect him. They don't take him seriously. It's, it was a different story with Donald Trump. When Donald Trump was president, he actually went to Russia and he said, knock it off or else. Right. And the Russians believed okay. him. Right. Same thing with with uh, North Korea. He went and he said, you know what? You threaten us. We're going to threaten you. You act in a certain way, we're just going to nuke you. <laughs> you know, we can wipe you off the face of the earth if we want to. Well,
0: once again, you know, a Republican president, uh, I don't even, I even hate to use the Republican. Once yeah. again, an America first president, because I believe America, uh, Reagan was America first too,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, has come forward in using peace through strength. And once again, it's proven correct policy so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: hang on just for a second if you would mute yourself for three minutes i gotta take a break and then we're going to come back and talk about china's warning to the united states as well hey patriots it's jeff wagner let's face it it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet it's only going to get worse this inflation is going to continue as a matter of fact our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash the Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information, and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that, even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patreon review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation eBook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel
2: coming to you from the land of common sense and american pride not a unicorn or rainbow in sight welcome back to the patriot review with jeff wagner
0: all right we are back with dr ronald boyd and we're talking about uh, the likely response from other countries if u.s sends boots on the ground to f- help israel so another article china issues chilling nuclear warning to the united states the congressional commission on the strategic posture of the united states released its report on thursday saying that the u.s is ill-equipped to handle the growing nuclear threat from china and russia china uh, china's answer to a recent u.s assessment assessing the likelihood of simultaneous conflicts acro- against beijing and moscow has been to warn the United States that those who play with
4: fire will perish by it. (laughs) Yeah, probably true. Uh, And it might be true as far as, you know, the nuclear thing, but, you know, at the same time, we could also say to China, well, yeah, true. What you say is probably true, but, just because you think this doesn't mean we can't do this, you know uh, we have mutual assured destruction for a reason you know if you launch, we'll launch Just right simple as that
1: I
0: think the thing that's i think the thing that's um evident and different is so many countries are now throwing around the well yeah well we'll we'll have this nuclear war, and it's just almost like it's not even a second thought anymore what the consequences of of that mm-hmm. would be and you know um is it time for duck and cover training again? I mean you
4: know <laughs> yeah. maybe it's time to consider building a you know a bomb shelter in your backyard you know <laughs> it's insane
0: <laughs> I mean, you know and yeah. and here, let's not fool ourselves the The picture of this article is the uh, Chinese and Iran uh, meeting and shaking hands and there really is also another major person and player that is their ally and well as well and that's Putin mm-hmm. and um, you know so we do have a modern day axis of evil
1: oh,
0: yeah. uh, without a doubt and, and this is a group group that is openly talking about you know, nuclear war so yeah. so you know I mean do you think how much of this do you think all of this the attack in the Ukraine and the attack in Israel at the scale it was at because I think there would have been there's always going to be attacks in Israel but mm-hmm. the scale of the attack and all this rhetoric um, how much of this do you think percentage wise is due to the bumbling fool that um, <laughs> that basically was selected and slammed
4: in the in the office oh I think. It all has to do with him because they know he's a weak president. I mean, I mean, look what's going on. Uh, especially here at home, you know, we have high crime rates, high murder rate, high inflation, you know, high gas prices. We've reduced our, our production of oil and natural gas. And so now we're, we're actually, uh, dependent on, you know, like, Sources like Russia, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, uh, you know, countries like that, countries that hate us.
0: Right. And and let's not forget that Biden drained our reserves. Yeah. The reserves that Trump had actually filled for the first time in 50 years.
4: Yeah. He, he drained those. He gave the way to China. And you know, also we have an open border. We have we have thousands of people. We have like eight million as as the. Grand total as of now that are in this country illegally. And 75,000 of those might be terrorists or people related. They have ties to terrorism. Yeah. You know, and, and now there's even talk of, oh, we might have to bring in some of these Palestinians from Gaza. It's like, no, no. Why are we allowing people that hate us to come here? You know, for our immigration, Really, like Tom Cotton said, for immigration, what we need is we need to fix the system so people who actually want to be here, people who actually love America, people who actually respect our country, respect our customs, those are the people we want. We don't want to bring whatever amount of Gazans here. And you know what? The people in in Gaza, they hate us. Well, they exactly. hate We're Israel. The great
1: Satan. So they what,
4: hate Israel. What,
0: yeah. These you know these these leftists that drive around with the coexist bumper stickers on their car, every time I see that I want to slam into the car. Yeah. Um because they are completely ignorant of what the reality is in the world. There is no coexisting with radical Islam. Radical Islam, you are dead if you are not a muslim and it mm-hmm. so you know even the agnostics aren't safe right i mean it's yeah. it's uh it's it's everybody but the muslims and not only that it's you know, you
4: have to be you have to be arab as well as well right i mean it's mm-hmm. it's also there's also well, a racial it's not just islam it's not just being muslim but a particular kind of muslim
1: right cause right. you know
4: if you think about it the shiites and the sunnis they hate each other Right. They want to kill each other, point. You know? And yeah. uh so it has to be a particular kind of Islam that they'll they'll ex they'll accept. And you know, like I was saying before, in Gaza, the Palestinians none of them are innocent. I'm sorry. None of the in it, none of the Palestinians in Gaza are innocent. You know, you talk about oh, all the innocent children and blah blah blah. No, they voted in Hamas overwhelmingly. And all their kids, they grew up hating israel they're taught to hate israel they're taught America. to kill and and get this when they actually attacked israel on last saturday or two weeks ago whatever length of the time it was they didn't say just oh we're killing israelis they said no we're killing jews that's right. what they were saying they didn't say israeli they said jews so right. what does that tell you it's not just the Israelis they want to get rid of. They want to get rid of all of the Jews. All of them. And the Christians. And the Christians.
0: That's and, people need to keep saying that. People keep people need to um you know, when I started talking about the coexist thing, it's like th- these people in this country and around the world that are leftists like this, they are fascistic in that they have hatred for Christians, mm-hmm. yet they can't see what radical Islam is is really about. And they can't understand Mm -hmm. that. You know, they would slaughter us just like they're doing in Africa if you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And And, uh, they uh, they just ignore that issue.
4: And when they talk about Israel, they talk about, oh, it's an apartheid regime, which is a bunch of BS. If you ever go to Israel, you'll see there are Jews, Christians, and Muslims all coexisting you know, using that term, they're all they're all there, and they coexist, and they're perfectly fine. In fact, uh, they all they all cooperate with each other, they all help each other, and in fact, Muslims there who are citizens of Israel have the same rights as a Jew. So to say that Israel is, you know, an apartheid regime and, they're, you know, they're causing genocide in, in Gaza and all this, and they're occupying, is BS. They left Gaza in 2005. It, the Muslims and Christians that live in Israel, they're, they have the same rights as Jews, and they coexist perfectly fine together. To in your fact, point, you though, there's that. no
0: coexisting with a particular type of, of Islam, and that is right. that... That radical um, i don 't know what you'd call it the uh, literalists that read the documents of not just the Quran but the other documents within yes. the Muslim faith and mm-hmm. um, and unfortunately you know there is no coexisting with them and for some reason uh, you know I would just remind people that that society is an artificial construct that man is in in all ways, just another animal, in that
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh we've actually done very well over the course of time to be as peaceful as we are, but there still mm-hmm. is something within us that you'll never get rid of, and that is the 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 willingness to fight for survival and beliefs mm-hmm. and you know i mean there's there's evidence that early humankind uh were cannibalistic in that, you know, it was humanoids, the uh, uh, homo sapiens against the um, uh, what the um, Neanderthals, Neanderthals, yeah, and that the Neanderthals had less of a problem fighting each other as a food source than than the homo sapiens did and that's why they're gone so i mean there's this there's this instinct within us uh that uh that tells us that this is this is just hardwired this is human nature and Mm -hmm. you're not gonna just say let's coexist and everybody will sing kumbaya (laughs) and uh you know so i mean there's that (laughs) that exists but um so We got to wrap it up here, but I want to give you I want to give you some time just to to share what your closing thoughts are on this. And uh, the edge from the standpoint of the edge of war, where do you see us right now and how close to being pushed into a world conflict do you think we are?
4: I think we're we're getting close. You know, right now, I'm just wondering if China is going to do something. You know, right now is a perfect time for China to actually invade Taiwan. They might actually have the capability. Uh, of course, I question their their army as far as their ability to fight. But, uh, you know, they got the manpower so they can just simply throw people in into the meat grinder. Uh Considering how incompetent our current administ- regime is or administration, whatever you want to call it. uh I think we're we're getting close uh you never know uh introducing uh troops into Israel might be the tripwire you never know, especially with like like you were saying before, we're dealing with in, irrational people you know they're there uh to kill that's all they want to do right. is kill people, right. and I'm just amazed that you have people here in the United States that actually you know defend these people. You know, well, it's like
0: we could we could talk all day about the squad. All of those people should be immediate immediately removed from Congress as well. Oh, yeah. but, but our Republican Party isn't really a party. It's uh it's just a a globalist cabal uh for the most part. <clears throat> so yeah. Ronald, thank you uh, so much for being with us. And as people know your TPR contributor will have you back on a regular basis. So uh thanks again and yep. this is this is uh, one issue that we'll definitely be revisiting.
4: Yeah well thanks for having me.